Ravens week here uh, with the Cleveland Browns. It seems like when you're talking about the AFC North, every single week is a rivalry game. Uh, coming up in the first segment, we'll talk about some comments that hit. <laughs> Scott Petrak uh, had some comments about the Bengals game, and, and he talked to a few coaches. And you might have some surprising details about what they said about the Bengals. We'll get to that. Tyler Huntley is going to looks like he's going to be um, playing, according to Mary Kay Cabot. She just retweeted some stuff. Looks like he's going to play. We'll talk about what the Ravens present as well as offensively with him in. And as well as this Ravens defense, this always seems to be stout. Shut down Nick Chubb last year and in the first game of the season. Will we be able to get that thing up and running? And then, of course, it's Deshaun Watson's first game in front of the home fans. We'll go into keys to victory. It's a Saturday edition on, on the game. So we got we to gotta ratchet it up and get it out quicker. So this is the preview of the Browns and the Ravens coming up next on the Locked on Browns podcast. You are locked on Browns. Your daily Cleveland Browns podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome back, my friends, to the show that never ends, your daily delivery of all things Dog Pound, LGB, on the LOB, the Locked On Browns podcast, brought to you by the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day, your host, Jeff Lloyd, at Jeff underscore LJ underscore Lloyd, from the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show, the Barbershop 92.3, the fan, pregame, postgame coverage, Bears, I'm sorry, Bears, Browns, uh, Guardians, Buckeyes, of course, Cleveland Cavaliers, Mr. G. Bush at G. Bush 91. And now, look, you know, as far as what's gone on to this point on the defensive side of the ball, and look, you guys know me in general. It takes a lot for me to go to an area where I'm going to openly basically bash some things. It, it, you know, it's been <laughs> since the Dorsey era that I, I, I've gone this route. Yes, that's well, more. That's more of the knee-jerk reaction, G. Bush. That's the, that, that's that, my mo. That's, that's what I do. That's the three fifty-five on a Sunday afternoon, Garrett Bush. Absolutely. But you know, look, we've tried to be good here, and look, we all understand that you know Joe Woods and his tenure here with the Cleveland Browns on the defensive side of the ball is over. We get it. We get it. We get it. We get it. Um, but now, you know, we're starting to look down. Anybody going to hang around? Well. I don't know if any of them are, but let's start with defensive back coach Jeff Howard. Jeff Howard seemed to speak to the media today, and sorry, coach, I, I got to do this, um, and decided to explain that the coverage issues on Sunday with Jamar Chase is because the Browns were not ready for Higgins and Boyd. Both of these guys are former 1,000-yard receivers in their day. The fact that they came out of the game so early – Made it harder in some way, according to defensive backs coach Jeff Howard. They weren't able to adapt, maybe because they weren't sure if they were coming back. And then he just continues to like double down on it and triple down on it. It's, I don't even like to the point, and you know, look, we all been there. You know what I'm saying? You were a kid in high school, you missed curfew, you know, you probably indulged, and you go home, and you know, there's mom or dad, and they got you dead to rights. And you go into one of these, well, see, here's what here's what kind of happened. And, you, you know, you, you just, as opposed to saying we majorly flawed, yeah. you try to give one excuse. And then it's a second excuse. 
And then if it was me and G hanging out, well, G couldn't find his car keys. And yeah, because we were banged up and cracked up. And it just goes on and on and on. But G, to tell me or to try to explain that things got more difficult because T. Higgins and Tyler Boyd left the lineup and you weren't sure if you could switch what you were doing to go to something else, because maybe if they came back, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Can you not adapt? Can you not sit down and say, all right, guys, here's the game plan. Guess what? Scrap it because we can go so much easier now. Guess what? Wherever Jamar Chase goes, guess what? Denzel Ward, you go with him. Grant Delpit, you get seven yards behind Denzel Ward. And you know what? Let's make 11 and 16. I think their names are Trent and Trenton. They sound like two guys, you know, who probably grew up with the silk ties, you know, go under the blazer, going to the country club on Sunday afternoon. Gee, this was pathetic. It, it, it just absolutely pathetic. There is no other word for it. I, I've never heard anything like this in my life. I, I mean, anybody who's associated everybody. with football all sat there today and said, what, what? is he doing? You you saw it because we going over pre, uh, pre, pre-show uh, uh, notes. And you're like, yeah, we got to get to this first. Because I tweeted about it. You know, I was like, what are you talking? What in God's great? And here's the thing. We all, I asked Aditi about it. She, she was like, uh, you know, she, she if like. If anybody tries to be nicer than me, it's her. She's like, well, may, no one who covers the game, who's watching these games, had any clue what he was trying to say. He doubled down on it. How in the world can you have two receivers? You just said Tyler Boyd and T Higgins, who are thousand yard receivers in this league. And you, and not only that, their starting tight end was out. When you figure out that those guys are on the board, you said your job got harder because you couldn't make adjustments to what you had been studying all week. That's an indictment on First of all, the the way you go about your business, like your philosophy as a defense. As a defense, my coach always told me there's three or four things that you already have at your just at, at, that that's going to inconvenience you shoot and give offense the advantage. One, they know the snap count. Two, they know what play they're calling, runner pass. Three, they know what the primary target is and where they want to go identify and do it. And 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 so you as a defender. You have one thing that can help you out, and that's one, you're going to play fast, you're going to play physical, and if you don't really know what to do, you know what you're going to go out there to do? You're going to go out, out there and hit somebody and really out-physical somebody and play with, with, a, with a level of, of ball-hawking nature. That doesn't show me. You're telling me it doesn't matter who they got at receiver. You just stuck to the script that you came in with, and that is a death sentence for any defense, any defense, I mean, how hard is it to say, you know what, let's double this guy every play and make uh, somebody else on the other side of this uh, beat us? It's just crazy, Jeff. I've never heard such. I've never heard such. Seeing as I've got it handy, we're going to go through you know, just a couple of these quotes here, okay? We were planning for all three of them, and then after one series, two of them tap out and the game changes. So it stresses your adaptability, and you really got to feel the game out. We could have probably be more aware of where they are in a situation like that. Basically, what this is like is you're taking a big test. 
you busted your butt. You know it's going to be hard. You have like no confidence going in there. And you walk in and your teacher says, guess what, kids? Open book. Knock yourself. You tell me the Cincinnati Bengals are taking T. Higgins and Tyler Boyd off the field due to injury, and they're not playing the rest of the day. And somehow, some way, you're going to parlay this into your task just got harder? And you say adaptability to change? Are you nuts? You, this is what you do. This is absolutely your job. This is what you have to do. This is what you were paid to do. And we'll go one further. Now, this one here gets even better. Some of the coaches that had caught us, some of the plays caught us in run calls. That's a big part of it because you can't just say we're going to defend Chase and not respect Joe Mixon in the run game. So there's that stress there too. They have four weapons that are really, really good players. Hayden Hurst would have been the fifth, didn't play. So they were down to two weapons, two, Joe Mixon and Jamar Chase, and you couldn't put your heads together for three minutes and say, all right, here's the deal. Scrap everything we did. If these two kids, 11 and 16, beat us, that's on them. But we are not going to lose to one, and we are not going to lose to number 25. And guess what? All these excuses he's making, it did just that. They lost to those two guys. It's, it, it, it's like, and I, I don't, this is, and I'm, let me just be clear. I'm not the dude that wants to come up here and tell you why everybody got to be packing. And I don't, it does mean no, this, no pleasure to, to sit here and say we are no closer to what we wanted to become, you know, three years later and have to move quarter. But I, I mean, this is, this is coaching one-on-one. This is coaching one-on-one. And the fact that they even let him speak to the media and he kept talking is another reason why you don't have the pulse on what's going on at this point. There's no way that comment should be made. That should not be a philosophy of any NFL coach. And this is not, that's not an NFL caliber answer or strategy when you're trying to play and win games at the highest level. You, I mean, Jamar Chase got 15 targets and you said that it was harder to guard him and you, because I, you know what? Hey, God bless him. It's the holidays. <laughs> and for some of these guys on the defensive side of the ball in coaching capacities, there's not going to be much more of this. You know, my honest belief is that plane is going to touch down after week 18 back in Cleveland. They're going to go to the facilities. And if you were any part of a coach on the defensive side of the ball for the Cleveland Browns, I believe your time is going to be up. It's going to be over. They are going to completely redo that room. They are going to find the strongest, best defensive coordinator they can get. Because I know, yes, some of this is on Coach Stefanski. He's the head coach. Da, 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 da. But you are giving him Deshaun Watson. Your sole purpose is for that offense to be a 5,000-yard, 400-point offense year in, year out. You go get a guy who's going to walk in here and say, Kevin, I'll tell you if I need you. Otherwise, don't worry about it. We got our own people. I'm coming in. I'm setting up shop. But today was pathetic. Absolutely pathetic. We're going to move it along here. Uh, Browns, get some good news as far as this week against the Ravens. Guy they've seen before. We're going to touch down on that a little bit. Jeff Lloyd, G. Bush, your latest locked on Browns. These days, every new potential hire can feel like a high-stakes wager for your small business. You want to be 100% certain that you have access to the best qualified candidates available. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the right people for your team faster and for free. 
for looking for a job, you want to explore what you need. If you need somebody to come in and work for you, these are the hours. This is the work we're looking for. This is the experience we need. Then you add your job in the purple hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring. Simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and potentially hire. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at LinkedIn.com slash LockdownNFL. That's LinkedIn.com slash LockdownNFL to post your job for free. Terms and conditions certainly apply. This episode is brought to you by Audible. Audible is releasing a slate of new football podcasts that we are sure you're going to love. That's why you'll be able to find a sneak peek of the Think Like a Champion podcast available right now as a bonus episode on Locked On Presents. Think Like a Champion is a brand new podcast from Russell Wilson and Audible. Russ is a champion on the field, but off it, we rarely know the grind on the path to greatness. Each episode features interviews with Olympic medalists, NFL stars, and business leaders. Hosts will swap stories and share proven mental techniques that have gotten the world's most elite performers across the finish line and beyond. Head on over to Locked On Presents for a sneak peek of Think Like a Champion or catch the full series available anywhere you get your podcasts. Available everywhere now. Audible. Get in the game. Welcome back to the Locked On Browns podcast. G. Bush in the building. Jeff Floyd in the building. Make sure. Check out our episode just dropped about a minute ago. Make sure you drop that. He's a, a couple seconds ago. Make sure you drop. Uh, watch the crossover edition with the Baltimore Ravens. We do that every single Thursday. Get a perspective from behind enemy lines with the crossover content. You'll find out what the Ravens are thinking about the Cleveland Browns. Hopefully, they don't judge us by the comments that were uh, presented by our defensive back coaches. But you know, <laughs> hey, everyone has a bad day. And make sure you download us wherever you get your podcast. Uh, Jeff, we, we look at this game, and, and uh, one of the big news that came out, Mary Kay Cabot, um, beat reporter of Cleveland.com, came out and said that she retweeted something um, that looks like Tyler Hundley is going to play. Um, and I'll tell you what, that does bring a different dimension to the table. Last year, Hundley, as a, as a, uh, as a starter, was is 2-5 and five currently. But out of those games, there was a lot of one-losses, uh, one-point one losses. He played well. Uh, in some of those games, brings a new aspect to the table uh, in terms of his legs. He has a decent arm. He's not a guy that you could come in and just, you know, uh, you know, second guess or, or not be ready to play because that could be an issue. Um, he's going to be playing. What do you think that means for the Cleveland Browns and what, what does that mean uh, for what they need to do? It looks like that, you know, they're going to run the ball, but is this going to be something where now Mark Andrews is a guy who who might be in play a little bit at tight end because there is a better throwing option than him. And then I believe Anthony Thomas is his name or Anthony Brown, or I can't remember his name. The guy that was going to play uh, other than Huntley. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. yes. Uh, Anthony Brown, obviously it's funny enough. Anthony Brown, actually a uh, New Jersey kid went to my rival high school with a DC kid, made it his way out to Oregon was a final cut by the Ravens, but made the practice squad. He will be your backup quarterback on Sunday. The thing that kind of was weird here is, you know, Tyler Huntley, you know, was practicing, but was in the concussion protocol. So I don't technically know how that works, um, but it's official now. Tyler Huntley is out of the uh, concussion protocol. Um, yeah, I think it's, you know, it, it's six practices, I think they said, but we all know it's you know almost two weeks now Lamar Jackson has not practiced. Um, Lamar Jackson, 
I don't have a contract next year. If I'm not 100%, I ain't going out there. I don't blame you one bit, Lamar Jackson. I'm not saying this is what was said or what was done. But if Lamar Jackson not 100%, son, do not take that field. Tyler Huntley, Browns fans, you should be familiar. Last year when Baltimore came to Cleveland, Lamar Jackson started. JOK got into his ankles. Lamar went down. We got to meet Tyler Huntley. The interesting thing with Tyler Huntley is when you talk about the Ravens and Lamar Jackson and how unique he is, what do you do as far as a backup quarterback? You know, you, it, it, It's hard to be able to have somebody, but they do. Tyler Huntley can do all the things Lamar Jackson can do. Yes, less talented. No, not as fast. A really good player, but he is Lamar Jackson light if you want to go with that. Uh, he please started last week. He won, He closed out the win the week before against the Broncos. He started last week, left the game with the concussion. Anthony Brown, who you brought up, obviously was a, you know got to go in to finish it. Didn't do much basically. You know the Ravens just kind of had to ice it. They're going to run the ball. Uh, it's this time of the year. Four thirty kickoff Saturday in Cincinnati. The high on Saturday is going to be thirty six degrees. So it's going to be like 33, 32 degrees when we kick off at four thirty. And God knows where it's going to be. Yeah, everybody knows. Look, the key, obviously, of course, is going to be the way the wind comes off the lake. We all know that. Um, but by the have, way, Jeff, yes, sir. Uh, I'm, I'm not going to be too happy about that. I'll be out there for the pregame festivities uh, in at 92.3 The Fan. And uh, listen, that 33 is not something I want any parts of. You need to, to put in a nice phone call to your fans over there. And, you know, guys, I need a little space heater. I'd like it right between my feet. <laughs> Look, G's, big, big, G's a big dude, and he's full of metal after a bunch of surgeries. Yes. That does not correlate to 30-degree no. temperatures. So G's going to no. have a tough one. It's going to be a tough one. Somebody, call, you know, bring, like, the big extra parka for him. You know, and the other thing, it's just, you know, it's going to be tough for G's. It's going to be a tough day. But uh, they should be able to, you know, J.K. Dobbins, the running game has been there. And this is my biggest fear. We'll get into this team a little bit more as a whole in the third segment, the Ravens. Ravens do two things well right now. Their running game is really good. They stop the run really good. Uh-oh. <laughs> for the Cleveland Browns, that's a big uh-oh. Because, now, keep in mind, our linebackers are probably going to be Deion Jones, Reggie oh. Ranglin. Reggie Ranglin's been in Cleveland for about a hot minute. Uh, Tony Fields. Hey, two weeks ago, Tony Fields was God. Last week, Tony Fields was the Corchester. So we will, we will talk, you know, we'll see the way it all works. The defense has been playing somewhat better. Inspired Perrion Winfrey, Taven Bryant, looking something like NFL defensive tackles. Um, Mark Andrews. Now this is where it's, it's weird. Mark Andrews has killed the Cleveland Browns up until this first game this year. Didn't have that great of a day. He's kind of an afterthought right now. They're not getting them involved. They just haven't really been throwing the ball that well. And that also goes to the fact that the Baltimore Ravens, five years in with Lamar Jackson, still have no idea what a passing game and wide receivers look like or work with Lamar Jackson. So that's kind of on them. So the focus for the Ravens is going to be, we're going to run it with our running backs. And they got a bunch of them. You know, you have a quarterback who's mobile. Um, you got a quarterback, you know, who has a history with Mark Andrews. He's got starts under his belt. The moment is not going to be too big for him. The key is going to be for the Cleveland Browns, and we'll get to this again in segment three when we focus a little bit more here, is can they get the dual threat going on offense? Can they run the ball? Can we get that you know, running game? You know, Can we get the paddles on the chest and get the running game revived? You should know this team well. And you know, Lamar. And as for Deshaun, it's, it's getting back, and it's taking another step. This is a defense that's even better than the defense he faced last week. So you know, now, yeah, it was, he had a good game against the Cincinnati Bengals. This is a bigger test this week. And, you know, for Deshaun, look, I mean, 700 days, first time he's going to see 30-degree temperatures. It wasn't that bad last week in Cincinnati. 
Uh, but the Ravens are coming. It'll be Tyler Huntley. Browns are not unfamiliar with Mr. Huntley, but he does bring some of the same issues that Lamar does. And what they do well certainly has been what has been issues for the Browns up until this point this year, Jay. Yeah, it's it's going to be one of those ones where where we expect to see Deshaun Watson take that next step. I you know I was on Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show. They said, "What do you expect from him?" I said, "He had two seventy six last game. Show me some steps and progress that way." I want to see some more steps. I want to see a couple more steps where you might want a three hundred game. Like it's been a while since we saw one here. Uh, maybe a, a run on the ground. These are the type of things that we're looking for the progression uh, for Deshaun Watson to get better. And, and so here's here's the, the the thing that we kind of I'll foreshadow next week. This is a game where it, well, not next week, but next segment. Uh, this is a game where this could get kind of ugly a little bit because you're playing against a backup quarterback, but you're playing against a team um, that has a good defense. And what you're you're coming in, you're telling if the team does not show up and they fall flat in a game where you're playing one of your rivals it's a backup quarterback and you don't perform well, this could be one of those type games where people look at Kevin Stefanski and it's a referendum on how much this team is still fighting, how much are they still in it, and if they're going to be, are they going to go down fighting or swimming, right? And and at the end of the day, this is going to fall on whether or not people are going to look at has Kevin Stefanski lost control of the team or is he the voice that this team is continuously listening to and can get them to the place that they want to go. So it's a tough one because we wouldn't we would expect less if, if uh, we would expect more if Lamar Jackson was playing. And you say, okay, well the Ravens are where they at for a reason. Well, when you start saying, okay, well they got the backup quarterback, and in, in, you know wh- what are we doing here? This is a game where you must be competitive in this game in front of your home crowd and in front of and with thirty three degree temperatures. Because guess what? These tickets is going for eight dollars. And it was 100 at one point in time. We don't want to see that happen in the next couple of weeks as well. Here's the role reversal of this game. The Browns are now coming in this game with Deshaun Watson. And Jacoby Brissett threw for about, I think it was like 223, 230 first game. Lamar threw for 120. Ravens are now coming in with their second string quarterback. Browns are coming in with a $238 million man. Y'all better show up to play. Yeah, absolutely better show up to play. We're going to go a little bit more in depth here to the Ravens. They are a well rounded group we'll get to that here jeff lloyd g bush your latest locked on browns betonline.net is your number one source for sports betting info stats news and analysis get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there from pro football to college bowl season to the basketball and the world cup we got it all at betonline.net if you love sports podcasts you can even find those at betonline as well we're always the fastest and easiest way to get your betting info Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. Bet online where the game starts. Welcome back, Locked On Browns podcast. Uh, you know, we got four games to go, Jeff. And you know what we do? We're not packing it in. No one packs it in over here. We're still keeping it going on YouTube. Make sure you hit that uh, that subscribe button. Make sure you hit the notification bell so you can learn every single time that we got content pushing out. And make sure you continue to do that. Make sure you uh, locked on Browns. It continues to be your first listen of each and every day. Uh, Ravens week. Anytime the Ravens come into the building, I don't like the Ravens. I don't want to eat birthday cake with them. Uh, and I, I preferably would not like to see them do well ever. So that's just is what it is. But you know what that means. They want to have the same feeling and same smoke for us, too. 
uh, Jeff, in this game, we've talked about uh, the, a lot of the offense, the defense on the other side of the football. Uh, Nick Chubb, man, Nick Chubb has not looked like Nick Chubb the last couple of games. Um, I've kind of prognosticated and said that, you know, I don't know if the two styles that you're trying to marry actually work, which is the the shotgun read type stuff where you're doing a lot more east and west rather than the under center stuff where you, you saw Nick Chubb being uh, who Nick Chubb is, a dominant running back, getting downhill, making one cut and making guys really think about a, a business decision if they want to tackle him in the secondary. It has not seemed like that thing with Deshaun Watson um, has got going with the running game yet. But I will tell you this, um, that's a, that's something that I think they're going to really need to work on in offseason, and I don't think it's something you can really put together overnight in, this, in, in the season. It seems to me that they're trying to run two different styles uh, of offense. They, they're, they're running pretty much a version of the Jacoby Brissett package where it is some, uh, you know, some read stuff. There is some uh, quarterback keeps. There's a little more shotgun, but it still's not the, the, quite the evolution that you're looking for where this thing will be a Nick Chubb balanced attack with Deshaun Watson and down the field attacks as well. Your thoughts on how the running game is gone and how can they get that together mixed up more against the Baltimore Ravens? And that's where it's going to get tricky this week because, look, the Ravens, both games Browns played the Ravens last year. Nick Chubb was a spectator. Ravens just had his number. They had zero faith, zero belief that Baker Mayfield could do anything to defeat them. It's the way they played it. And you know what? First game, it worked out. Second game, you know, who knows? Lamar, you know, went down. Lamar stayed in. Possibly that game, you know, turns out to be a 25-22 Ravens victory as opposed to a Browns 24-22 victory. But you got to get it going here. Um, The thing will be for me is I think it's going to take Deshaun Watson's arm to get Nick Chubb's legs going. This isn't going to be your normal Browns where, you know, early you try to get Nick involved. You're going to have to come out throwing. If you cannot make them respect it, and of course this is where it gets tricky because you got Marlon Humphrey, you've got uh, Marcus Peters, you've got Marcus Williams, their first-round pick from Notre Dame to safety. That's that's, that's some good players. But you got no choice because the Ravens are going to come out and they're going to walk every white jersey they got to within five yards of the line of scrimmage because you want to know what? Even if Nick's got to avoid somebody in the backfield, by the time he gets himself right, the best he's going to do in that first game in Baltimore, I think it was eight carries for 16 yards. Most of them, it, it was negative four defeating a guy to lose maybe two or maybe miraculously to get back to the line of scrimmage. You've got to throw. Look, this is the reason you did this. You did this because you know how good your running game is. You made this move for Deshaun Watson because eventually nobody's going to believe in your passing game. So you go out and get one of the best guys to do it. He's going to have to do it. He better be ready to go. I think it's I think it's going to be a great show. I think Deshaun, the type of guy he is, the showman he is, he's ready for this. He is amped to play in Cleveland for the first time in front of these Browns fans. What also gets tricky with the Ravens is, I said, they run the ball very well. They run it very, very well. So if the, there's an instance where the Browns get down, it, it's going to be one of those where you get nervous if we're going to be able to rally on offense or you're going to be able to get key stops when you need him. The third thing that's tricky is this is a great special teams. Uh, this, team, this team is great at special teams. Clayus Campbell last week, huge block of a field goal. Ravens won the game by two points. Won the game by two points. Here's a block that field goal. Cade York, we know there's been the struggles there this year as far as blocked kicks. This team is very, very complete. You get a big, big advantage that Lamar Jackson is not playing this week. 
but nothing's changed. And look, you know, whether, you know, we, you know, whether it's 0.0004% chance that this team is going to play in the playoffs, it doesn't matter. You're men, you're grown men. You need to come out here and play for the next four weeks, earn your paychecks and play as hard as you possibly can. And the other thing is, is, you know, for the defensive coaches, that party may be over, but as G said, if it's not looking really good here over the next few weeks, it's going to cause some questions and maybe some conversations that nobody wants to have. I want Stefanski back. Most likely he's going to go through three years with this team with a winning record. You find me a coach Cleveland and with Cleveland Browns attached to his name, who's got a winning record, winning record, not the one season and the two, because most of the time they only make year two or they don't make year three. He will go through year three with a winning record. And if he does have the winning record, that means Deshaun Watson has looked really, really good playing with Coach Stefanski. I do agree, though, G, it's been difficult offensively. Coach spoke on it today. Basically, they're funneling out some Jacoby stuff, funneling in some Deshaun stuff, and this is where they kind of got a tough hand. Short week to play the Ravens. Uh, next week will be normal because they're going to go Saturday to Saturday. But it always makes for a little bit more difficulty like that, especially when you're trying to incorporate this guy in here. And, you know, you're still trying to get a read on, you know, the stuff you've run in both games. You know what? Let's throw that out. I don't like that for now. We'll worry about that in the spring. We'll reintroduce it, see if we can find a better way to work that out. Uh, but the Ravens, one thing about them is they come every week. You know, whether they come everybody healthy or they're down seven starters. The Ravens are the same team every week. They're rabid. They play hard. They play fierce. They play ferocious. Rokon Smith coming in there has made Patrick Queen a better player because they can use Patrick Queen like we want to use Jeremiah Wusukoromoa and say, attack. So as long as you get into open space and you cause some pause or hesitation, the rest of the boys, it just makes it that much easier to get there and make the play. But it's going to be a tough one, G. I'm looking forward to it. 4.30 under the lights. Everybody's going to be geeked up. They better be ready. Um, we're we going to see what the Browns go talk about. I'm going to see what the heart is talking about because, you know, this is where ten, technically and, and traditionally things have fallen off for the Browns when when playoffs are over. <clears throat> you know, maybe you don't have the season that you wanted. Maybe you don't have the headlines that you necessarily thought you were going to have. But guess what? You got a game to play. And if only one team comes out here to play, the NFL is too hard to fake it to make it. One team's going to come out here and you, you'll get embarrassed. You got to come out, and I want to see the Browns actually come out with some fight. And I want to see if Deshaun Watson is taking that step. And this coaching staff has the team ready to play. That's what I'm looking forward to. Yeah, And with Coach Steph, look, to this point, he is one in four in his career against the Cleveland Browns. I'm mean, sorry, against Baltimore Ravens. That's got to get better. It's going to absolutely have to get better. He is Garrett Bush, part of the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show. Part of the Barbershop 92.3, the fan. You can check him out there. Always, always Saturday morning. G will be out in the parking lot. Hopefully, hopefully somebody's going to have some heat for my big buddy over here so he doesn't get, you know, they don't have to move him out like a popsicle after the pregame show. Uh, so make sure you're checking that out. At GBush91, make sure you're following myself, Jeff Lloyd, at Jeff underscore LJ underscore Lloyd. The show, Locked On Browns, at Locked On Browns, follow back account. Go ahead and check all that out as well. Uh, for everyone who makes Lockdown Browns your first listen, whether it is on your favorite podcast platform, whether it's on YouTube, make sure you subscribe to get notifications on. So when the, the shows drop, they are there for you to digest. Also, make sure you throw in some likes on the episodes for us. Just makes for you know further promotion of the show. If you got Roku, go ahead, search Locked On Cleveland Sports. You will find the Lockdown Browns podcast, the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show, Locked On Cavs, Locked On Guardians. Go ahead, all the Cleveland sports you can possibly digest. This has been your daily delivery of all things Dog Pound. LGB on the LOB. Let's go Browns.